If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. everybody welcome back to on deck episode 23 i'm bill that's lloyd that's lloyd i don't know where he is he's he's somewhere what's going on lloyd right here not much man (laughs) i i am currently feeling the effects of eating a copious amount of of highly salted meat uh because i went to a brazilian barbecue last night i feel worse than if i like drank a whole case of beer i i I can't (laughs) handle all this salt i guess um but I'll, i'll try to make it through the show without drying up and cracking there you go. Drink lots and lots of water, man. Uh, but hey, this is not the meat cast. This is On Deck, a podcast all about the Steam Deck. If you are listening to this, you can see the video version over on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash nerdnest. And uh, if you are one of the very first people here, pay close attention. There's going to be some uh, free game codes in the, uh, like, it'll pop up on screen on the video version. So thank you. Big thank you to Athen Immortal for sharing those codes with us. If you want to support the show, you've got extra codes that you have laying around and you want to share them with the community, then uh, get a hold of us on Discord and uh, we can share them out with people who are watching the show. We really do appreciate uh, Athen for sharing those with us. All right, Lloyd. Yes, what sir. have you been playing this week? What's on deck? Um, I haven't been playing too much uh, this week. It, this has been a week where I've uh, I've played in the little bits of time that I've had to play games. I've been playing Fortnite um, on on some other like on my Xbox or whatever, just because it's a new season and I'm I'm getting into it and playing that. Um, but on my uh, Steam Deck, uh, I've been playing a mixture of games that have um remote play together support and also some some older games that i really adore and wanted to see how they run on deck so i'll start it off um capcom beat up bundle has been one of the games that i've been getting into i i'm i'm a big fan of side-scrolling beat up games uh back from way in the arcade um when i had uh a local arcade that had like a final fight and a and a um I don't know, Double Dragon and a bunch of other ones. And then they got into the newer ones like um, uh, Knights of the Round, which was one of my favorite side-scrolling beat-em-ups ever. Uh, That is a game that is part of this collection. And it was recently on sale for half price on Steam. So I own it on the Nintendo Switch, but I'm like... I can't remote play together on the Nintendo Switch, so I picked up a, a half price copy of it on the uh, on the Steam Deck, and dude, it is so much fun just going through and playing uh, beat 'em ups again. We'll ha- we'll have to do some remote play together uh, stuff because uh, it, as good as side scrolling beat 'em ups are, side scrolling beat 'em ups are way better when you have friends and you're uh, and you're playing with your friends. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's a great collection. I, I think there's six games that are in it. Uh, including Final Fight, Knights of the Round, and, and a bunch of other ones, Captain Commando, and a bunch of other ones. So uh, definitely worth picking up, and I think it's still on sale for 50% off. 
That's awesome. I may end up picking this one up as well because I just I love Final Fight. It's funny in you know this morning we were having a, a conversation. Uh, not you. He was he was sleeping off his uh, his meat induced <laughs> coma. Um, but we were having a conversation in the Discord about the upcoming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game and that it's a oh. brawler. And we were all talking about different brawlers like Streets of Rage. And I mentioned Final Fight because I absolutely. I loved Final Fight. I always thought Final mm-hmm. Fight was a really, really great game, and I played the hell out of it on my Super Nintendo. Yep, man, I have so many games to play, and I don't need to spend money on this, but it looks awesome. And fifty percent off is a really, really great deal. You know, it is uh, the one game it doesn't include. Unfortunately, there was a Dungeons and Dragons arcade. It was it was a mixture of like a Knights side scroll beat 'em up. That's right. Uh, Chronicles yeah. of Mysteria. Um, oh, right, right, right. So it's uh, 50%. Um, sorry, I can't talk. <laughs> I'm being assaulted by people in my door trying to give me stuff. Uh, I, like, I'm, I'm doing a show. I can't talk. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> Chronicles of Mysteria, one of my favorite side-scrolling beat-em-ups because it is a side-scrolling beat-em-up to, like, with, with like an RPG kind of like grafted onto it, which is fantastic. That's not part of this bundle, unfortunately, but it is also available on Steam for 50% off. So I think I picked it up for like five bucks. Uh, haven't played it yet. Um, that would be my only thing that I, I would think is missing from this beat-em-up bundle. Uh, it has some of my favorites from when I used to be an, an arcade rat and uh, and going there and, and popping my quarters up and, and playing those games. So definitely worth checking out. And as you said, with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming, uh, th- there's going to be a bit of a renaissance for side-scrolling beat-em-ups for, for a little while because that always happens when a, when a big release mm-hmm. comes out. So I could see a lot of people jumping in and hopefully we can even maybe get some community games going or something because that would be a heck of a lot of fun to play through some of these old games together. Absolutely. Uh, I have been playing uh, a lot of games, and I'll, I'll start with one and we'll get back to you again. Uh, but I've sure. been playing Blast Brigade versus the Evil Le- Legion of Doctor... Da- boy... I cannot say this. <laughs> Nobody's assaulting me trying to give me things, uh, but I cannot say this title. Evil Legion of Dr. Creed. Um, I got this as a review copy, and I've been playing around with it. It is a 2D Metroidvania. Uh, it's got platforming. It's got uh, shooting. It, the, the voice acting I find to be irritating, and I cannot. <laughs> I couldn't find a way to turn off the voice acting. Like uh, I would like to be able to go into the to the uh to the settings and say oh just turn the voice down completely because i'm not interested in that at all the art style however is really really good and the animations are fantastic very reminiscent of metal slug uh in the way that the characters move uh and basically you're in a plane your plane gets shot down by the bad guys and then you have to like rescue your team uh, and you go through and you, uh, you know, you start off with this one guy and he has like a grenade launcher or whatever. But as you play, you can unlock other characters and then you can swap between those characters on the fly. And uh, you like each character has their own different abilities that you can pick up as you are playing through because it is a 2D Metroidvania. So you can go back and revisit places that you visited before now that you've got these new abilities in order to traverse the the what's the word i'm looking you know traverse the levels in new ways and unlock new places it's really good i'm actually very very impressed with it my only gripe is the voice acting is i i don't want to say it's bad it's just mm. um 
appealing to kids, I think, and I find it a little bit um, childish and irritating. That being said, mm. the game itself is really good, and the gameplay is good, and the the art is great, and the animation is awesome, and the level design is really good too, and the weapons are, are interesting. So, uh, Blast hmm. Brigade and the Evil Legion of Doctor Creed, I did it. There we go. Uh, really, really cool game, and I think that a lot of people are going to enjoy that game. It's got a demo that you can you can download and check out, and it's twenty bucks on Steam. So I I definitely wanted to recommend that to people, uh, even though I'm still very early on in the game. Oh, and the boss fights, the boss fights are really cool too. Uh, so hmm. that's a good game, and uh, I'm recommending it. That, it looks what else really, playing? really interesting. Uh, well, I'm just looking at uh, the Blast Brigade. That looks like a fantastic title. It reminds me a little bit of a game that I've been playing on um, X, uh, Xbox Game Pass called Mighty Goose, which is a side-scrolling shooter where you are a goose, which is very much exactly like Metal Slug. They even have the announcer oh. where, you, where if you pick up a weapon, it's like spread weapon like completely the exact same as metal slug um so this reminds me a little of that but with a little bit more kind of like platforming i saw on the little video that was playing there's some like uh like boost boost jumping that you're doing to get over pits and around uh spinning blades and things like that yeah i'm looking at mighty goose now and it looks really good i i yeah. love the art style of this game and it's available it's also available on steam as well and that is it a is. uh uh it's also 19 bucks uh so you've been yeah. playing that on xbox is that a game pass yeah. game it is a game pass game and okay. it's good so they they showed at the the start of the video when you brought it up there was like a crt filter so they have all mm -hmm. the the filters if you want it to look like you're playing on an old uh, crt television um or not and as you play through it uh you you get weapons uh unlocks you get uh vehicles and all these things so there's some some really good games that uh are very much metal slug games and mm -hmm. i love that because i'm a big fan of metal slug yeah, that, this looks really good. This is on my list. I'm going to add this to... Oh, I'm not signed in. I was going to sign in and add to my wish list, but I'm not going to do that right now. What else have you been playing? Nice. Uh, well, uh, there was a, a new bundle uh, that came out um, through Humble Choice, and it contains one of my favorite little indie games that I've played over the last couple of years uh, called Pumpkin Jack. Um, this is a game... If you've ever played like original PlayStation game called Medieval... Um, this is very much like medieval, except you are a pumpkin head guy. Um, so it's a it's a 3D platformer, um, very kind of simplistic, kind of like go from point A to point B. But it's a heck of a lot of fun um, getting back to kind of like the kind of classic, um, I don't know, 3D action platformers from like the PlayStation 1 and 64 era. Uh, there's been a lot of really good games like that coming out recently. Uh, this one plays really well on deck. Um, unfortunately, uh, it has a bunch of options where you can turn on like uh, extra graphics and ray tracing and all these other things and that your battery life is just going to take a hit. Um, if you play it with some of that, with that stuff turned off, you can, you can get a, a decent amount of time playing through this one. And it is essentially a platformer slash collectathon. There's uh, each level. And I think there's only six levels in the game has 20 little um, crow skull heads hidden and one little gramophone. And when you collect the gramophone, you do like a stupid little dance, kind of like you're in Fortnite. Um, just, just fun. Uh, when you collect the little skulls, you can use it to unlock uh, different costumes 
So you can be pumpkin jack or you can be a uh, lumberjack because uh, you you're wearing like a lumberjack coat. And there's a bunch of oh, other okay. kind of like um, plays on on words for, for the different costumes and things like that. Uh, this is part of this month's Humble Choice uh, that has a bunch of other games in it as well. So um, definitely worth picking up. If uh, if you were on the fence about Humble Choice and maybe there's only a couple of games you're interested in, maybe Pumpkin Jack will push you over the edge. It is it is a great game. Definitely worth picking up and checking out if you like classic kind of 3D platformers. Yeah, boy, for me, 3D platformers are very hit and miss. Like, I always want to like them. Like, I know everybody was talking about how amazing Spyro um uh, mm. like Spyro trilogy is. And yep. so I think I got that as part of a bundle. And then I installed it on my Steam Deck, and I really don't enjoy that game at all. And I, everybody else is like, oh, my God, it's so great. And it's just completely unappealing to me. Uh, so maybe, you know, maybe uh, uh, 3D platforms are, or platformers are I, – I, t- I tend to like Mario. Like, those. that's the pla- sure. 3D platformer that I like. But if you like 3D platformers, I love what they're doing with the art style for Pumpkin Jack. I, think, I thought that that would look really cool. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's really good. They have they have like simplistic 3D models, but they have a mm-hmm. lot of like lighting and things to kind of make it look fancy. So it it has similar, I guess, assets to older games, but with like kind of modern, um, modern. I don't know bells and whistles thrown on top. So really great game. I've played it uh, two years ago on Nintendo Switch. Last Halloween on Xbox, and now I'm playing it on my Steam Deck because it was part of the bundle. I wasn't going to buy it again, but it's part of a bundle, so might as well play through it again. Anything else in the bundle that jumped out at you is, is hey, this is really cool, and I'm happy that uh, that I picked it up? I'm going to have to look at what was in the bundle. I, I've been adding so many games to my library recently. Oh, yeah, <laughs> this is the one that has uh, Phoenix Point, um, which is a really, really fun... That's the turn-based um, one, right? xcom Turn-based strategy game, X, very much like XCOM. Uh, really great game. Uh, it has a game that I've wanted to play since I've found it, or since I heard about it being announced and launched, but I'd never picked it up for whatever reason. It's called I Am Fish, and it's one of those games like uh, Goat Simulator or... Um, mm. Other games like that where you're fighting with the physics as much as you're fighting with the stuff that you're trying to do. Uh, but you're a fish trying to get back to the ocean, very much like a uh, like a Nemo sort of game. Uh, so I can't wait to play this one. I, I haven't booted it up yet just because I haven't had that much game time. Uh, but I really want to get into it. Um, and it also has uh, Super Hot Mind Control Delete as part of mm-hmm. it as well. So if you don't have that one, definitely worth playing. Plus a bunch of other games, including Star Wars Squadrons, but that is unfortunately an origin game, so you can't mm-hmm. just install it through Steam, uh, unfortunately. But yeah, Humble Choice this month is pretty decent. Uh, I keep canceling it, and then they keep saying, hey, why don't you <laughs> pick it up for $8? And I'm like, all right, 8 bucks, might as well get it. Um, and I've done that like four months in a row, so I maybe I'm never going to unsubscribe successfully from, from this service. Well, hey, you know what? If they keep bringing you back, that means they're doing something right. So it's and 8 a bucks a game? month. Uh, it's I think it's twelve dollars in the U.S. Uh, Eleven ninety nine, um, but they keep giving me like three bucks off coupons or four dollars off coupons or whatever. So nice. if I'm play, paying a buck a game, it's it's hard to argue with that. Absolutely, uh, this one I haven't paid anything for because it's not out yet. It actually doesn't launch until August twenty third, I think. Um, this is speaking of humble. This is uh, humble games, and it's made by one person. And it's called Midnight Fight Express. Uh, Lloyd, this one is right up your alley because it is a top-down uh, 3D beat-em-up. 
Uh, very sim- it very much reminds me of like Streets of Rage, but from the top down perspective. And it yeah, is it's like isometric kind of uh, that looks yes. really neat. When I first saw it, I thought that it was a twin stick shooter because they showed off like the, the I, I think I saw it during one of the presentations for uh, Summer Game Fest. And yeah. they showed the guy with a gun, and I thought, oh, that's a twin st- twin stick shooter. That's really interesting. I like the art style. Uh, it's got a very low-poly uh, kind of art style. And uh, you play as this guy who is like a – he's like a, 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 like a sleeper cell kind of guy who doesn't – like he doesn't know who he is. And then like they get activated because there's these criminals that are taking over the city – and you have to stop them with your fists, essentially. And so you go out into the world, and I'm going to say it reminds the combat reminds me of Batman Arkham games, where like there's dudes you're surrounded by dudes who are coming after you, and when they when they attack, they'll like flash, and you can hit the Y button to like block or parry or whatever, and nice. uh, then you can do combos. And as you're playing, you can unlock. Um, you can unlock uh, talents in order to make your attacks reach further or or that kind of thing. And you can also upgrade, not upgrade, but like get cosmetics to make your character dress up differently. And like in Streets of Rage, where you can pick up weapons that enemies use, you can do that in this and you beat some beat beat on somebody with it for a little bit. And then that that item uh, breaks, um, just like in, say, Streets of Rage, then <clears throat> You can also pick up guns, and then there's no reloading. When the gun is is out of ammo, then it is now a melee weapon. You can use it as a melee weapon for a little bit until it breaks. It's a really, really cool game, and it's again, there's a demo out now, and it runs fantastically well on the Steam Deck. So I'm I'm highly recommending this game. Uh, it's really awesome. I I think it's fantastic. I just queued up the demo to download while you were talking because that looks as you exactly like you said right up my alley. So I can't wait to uh, check that one out. Anything else on your list that you've been playing this week? Uh, little bits. Um, I didn't realize that the original Geometry Wars from Xbox Live Arcade was on Steam, and of course it is. I should have assumed that it was, but I was looking for something else, and I saw it pop up in my Steam search, and I'm like, Geometry Wars is on Steam, and it's five bucks. Yeah, I'm going to buy it. Uh, I, I love this game. So Geometry Wars Retro Evolved, uh, been playing that a bit on Steam. It is just as addictive as it was on Xbox Live Arcade on the Xbox 360. This was one of the first like Xbox small downloads that was available and kind of took the world by storm, um, played just a crap ton of that one. The sequels, not so good. Uh, they They tried to make something out of, out of a game that was already awesome they tried to add stuff and it was worse because of all of those additions uh but the original one is is very very fun to go through and uh and play again on steam so yeah definitely worth checking out if you liked some geometry wars there you go i i I did love geometry wars on the xbox 360 i played a a ton of that game and i don't Mm -hmm. think i ever found another one that uh, not just geometry wars but another game in that very very specific subgenre uh that appealed to me as much as geometry wars did it was just so fun and the i love the super bright uh colors that they mimicked what what was the old retro um quote unquote console vetrix was it a vetrix that had the like the super bright 
um uh, uh lighting in the in the system yeah Am I the right vectrix about that? was yeah the vectrix was it came with a, ve- a vector monitor kind of like the yeah, old, there you old go. arcade games yeah 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 i just it, love it, it was vector. really 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 good it it's um yeah it, it brings me back to the days of the arcade when you're playing this one of course there was no game like this in the arcade uh the closest one uh you were, you were basically going around the circle shooting down into the screen and i'm blanking on the name of that game uh geometry wars looks a lot tempest. like that based on tempest there you go uh, a lot of the enemies in geometry wars reminded me of tempest so back when it first came out that's the reason why i bought it and yeah. then i stuck around for the crazy addictive dual stick shooting and just the insane um like particle effects that would happen when when you'd get a, a really big kill and blow up a, a black hole that was about to pop and just particles everywhere and the the number of times that i played this game with just a stupid grin on my face um or too no, too many to count and hopefully i can do a lot of that on uh, on steam deck it's quick to boot into and play so if you have five minutes this is like kind of a perfect title to kind of bounce into on your steam deck Speaking of Tempest, I did uh, just a personal shout out. I uh, I did an episode of 143 Pixels with Brian Ebbett, and that was his game that he chose to for us to talk about. And it was nice. a really, really fun conversation. Uh, so if you want to check that out, go to 143pixels.com. That's a 143, the numbers, and then pixels.com. And you can, you can check out that episode of Brian Ebbett and I talking about Tempest. Uh, a game that I tried and really quickly realized that it is not for me, and I was very surprised that it was not for me, is Turbo Golf Racing. So mm. when when I first saw this, I was like, oh, they're, they're... – so Rocket League has these other versions. Like it's, it's not versions. That's not the right – other modes where you can be like – basketball or hockey and i really really like the hockey one i think that that one's incredibly fun um and i saw this and i was like oh it's it's rocket league but it's golf but it's not rocket league it is a different game and it's called turbo golf racing where you have a golf course and you have a golf ball and you in order to win you have to get your golf ball into the hole before everybody else does and like i saw this and i love rocket league and I thought, this is going to be absolutely fantastic. So I downloaded the demo, and I tried playing it. And I it's definitely a game that is, I think that a lot of people will really, really enjoy this game. It was not as fun as I thought it would be for me. And I think it's because it doesn't have that back and forth. Like, there's a constant back and forth with mm-hmm. Rocket League where... You know, you hit the ball, it's, you know, it's almost goes into their score and then they hit it back and and you're in this much smaller area and turbo golf racing, you are just driving in one direction the whole time. And there's, of course, like you hit the ball through a circle and it gets like a, a, a boost or whatever. And there's things that you can drive on that'll make you go faster. All of that stuff sounds really cool, but (laughs) just driving in the one direction and not having that back and forth of fighting with somebody else over the ball kind of took me out of it. And I just didn't enjoy it nearly as much as I thought I was going to. But I think for a lot of people, this is going to be a game that they really, really enjoy. Uh, And again, there's a demo available. It comes out on August 4th. uh, So it's going to launch in about seven weeks, but you can uh, download the demo 
right now. And it runs pretty well on the Steam Deck as well. So that's a game that I tried and am recommending that people give it a shot because it doesn't cost you anything to try it. I love how many demos there are these days on the Steam Deck. It's just fantastic. Does this look like something that's up your alley, Lloyd? I like the look of the game, like the kind of super uber colorful worlds that you're kind of driving through. Uh, mm -hmm. It reminds me kind of a little bit of Trackmania since everybody's kind of on the same screen at the same time. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll check out the demo and see if this is a game that I'd, I'd like uh, like to play a little bit longer um, than than you. Uh, I Like you, part of Rocket League that was always so much fun is that last second save and then yes. driving the ball the whole other way and getting a goal. Um, obviously that's, that's not part of this game. Um, but I think this would be fun as well. Uh, this would be a, maybe a fun party game for the kids and myself. Uh, I don't know if it has split screen. I haven't tried that. Uh, so I'm not sure if it has split screen, but, uh, you know, if you guys have multiple PCs, then maybe you can play yep. it that way. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lloyd bought, um, what was the bundle that you bought and you ended up having an extra code for monster hunter world? It's the the humble Capcom bundle. Yeah, Lloyd so bought the a... humble Capcom bundle, and and he somebody had already sent him a code for Monster Hunter World, which was awesome yeah. of them. Thank you for that. And he so then he was like, well, I want to try out this other game in the bundle, and then he sent me a code for Monster Hunter World, <laughs> uh, knowing yeah. that I love the Monster Hunter games. I have Monster Hunter World on my on my PlayStation, but I don't have it on deck. Uh, so I immediately installed that and I played it a little bit um, uh, see, yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. I will say this. That game is just, uh, it's a battery chomping monster. It is, <laughs> it, it really drains the, the Steam Deck fast, um, much faster than Monster Hunter Rise. Not a huge surprise. The graphical fidelity of this game is a lot better then Monster Hunter Rise, Monster Hunter Rise went for a more um, like a something that was still pretty, even though it was low poly, lower poly. Monster Hunter World is more realistic looking, I think. And that is a lot harder for the Steam Deck to keep up with. Um, right. Overall, it, it runs really well. I, I'll say that. And I immediately uh, picked up a hammer and went into the the like the training room and started like working on relearning that muscle memory because it plays very differently than monster hunter rise. But, um, if you are interested in monster hunter world, there's that, that bundle that, that Lloyd ended up picking up, uh, the Capcom bundle summer 2022 20, bundle on, on humble bundle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's just, it's a really good game. Have you, I know that you have it now, but have you had a chance mm -hmm. to, to try it yet? I installed it. Um, that was a game in itself because it's uh, it's like 50 gigs to install. So that took like an hour. <laughs> so uh, I played the make sure my screen doesn't go to sleep game, which is always fun. Uh, I have not installed it. Um, and, and funny, funny story. The game that I wanted to buy this bundle for because I've always wanted to play it and just never did. Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen uh, doesn't work on the Steam Deck. And oh, I didn't no. realize that before I bought the bundle. So I'll have to wait till my replacement PC comes in before I can even boot that game up to uh to play it. Yeah, well, I I'm I'm Lloyd uh, has said many times I'm not a Monster Hunter fan. And mm -hmm. I always go on and on about how much I love Monster Hunter. I don't think this is the one that'll get him to love it. I think Monster Hunter Rise is the one to get him to love it, but 
we're gonna we're gonna try playing. I'll 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 try and uh, teach him what little I know about Monster Hunter, right. and uh, we'll see if we have if he has fun with it. Uh, anything else that you've been playing this week before we move on to news stuff? That is pretty much it. it as I said, it's been a it's been a slow game week. Hopefully, next week will be a little bit better. All right. So th- this next story I put in um, is this plugin loader that somebody made, and it's I'm not going to try this stuff because mm-hmm. like you have to go into your terminal and put commands in, and while. It's not that I don't trust uh, the person who made this because it's open source. Like, I I can't look in it and figure out what it means, but other people can, and people are like, oh, that's really cool. Um, but it's this plugin loader, so you can have uh, plugins added to your Steam Deck, and then when you hit your quick access menu, it's got this extra icon that shows up, and then you can, like, mm-hmm. turn on music or use Cheat Engine, whatever that is. Uh, but overall... It, this seems really cool, and I added it because I think other people would want to know about it. So make sure that you check out the link in the description. I am offering no guarantees that your Steam Deck won't like catch fire when you try it. All I'm saying is I thought people might be interested in this. Uh, yeah. Just a word of warning, you do have to go into your terminal and, and copy-paste commands. So you know, use at your own discretion. Is this something that you would do, Lloyd? Would you enable developer mode? Um, I don't, yeah, I, I'd enable developer mode. I have no, no issues with that. Um, I, I'm looking at the commands. Basically all they're doing is just downloading, uh, an installation, uh, script to install all the stuff. So it, it looks pretty, pretty stock. Uh, it doesn't look super scary. Uh, the one thing is you have to make sure that you have to set a password on your account. Cause I guess, uh, your, your steam deck user doesn't by default have a password. So you have to do that so that you can do, uh, an installation and all that stuff. It looks really, really cool. Uh, I don't ever want to install Cheat Engine. I know that's a big thing on PC for a lot of games. There's um, yeah, me Cheat Engine templates uh, that people download or whatever. Not for me, but what I'm hopeful is that there'll be some plugins in the future that will give me something that I really want uh, to use on the Steam Deck. And the fact that it just plugs right into the UI, pretty, pretty awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. And this is. I don't know, version 1.0 uh, that right. just came out a month and a half after the Steam Deck came out. So I, I'm assuming that this will be easier to install down the road, probably with a flat pack down the road. And hopefully it'll have some things that will, uh, I, I don't know, that, that will be useful to me. Like, say if you're an ESO player, um, having the um, the mod um, updater downloader uh, program running kind of like as a plugin here so you can go right into that and make sure that all your plugins are updated or your mods are updated stuff like that would be super useful um it, for me in the future um the stuff that's here now not so much but i'm really happy that things like this exist and it just shows kind of the developments that we're going to get since steam deck is essentially an open source console um that people can run their own code on run any code on and or, or just blow it away and install windows if you want so you get you get some level of of control and um i don't know configuration that maybe you wouldn't get on any other platform so this is pretty cool to see yeah i would really like to see you know speaking of monster hunter one of the things that that i do a lot is i will go to like one of the wikis and i'll be like what's a good build for Mm -hmm. i don't know we'll say like the dual blades or something and people will say well you want to use this helm you want to use this armor you want to use uh 
this bracers, these legs, this weapon, you know, get these things. Then you want to sock it in these gems or whatever. And you, and you can't remember all that stuff. And so what I end up doing is I'm playing on my steam deck. I set the steam deck down. I look at my phone. I scroll, scroll, scroll. I, okay. (laughs) That's the next thing I'm looking for. Then I go into the UI and I, it would be really cool to load like that kind of stuff in that quick access menu where I could just hit a button, have it slide over and be like, Oh, there's that thing. Okay close the quick access menu and have it all on one device that kind of thing would be really compelling and i would use it for that i still don't know if i would go into developer mode just because that makes me a little a little nervous but uh, you know sure. maybe i'm being a nervous nelly you guys can all tell me in in the comments if you're watching this on youtube uh, but overall i think that that would be a much more compelling use case for me uh, and i can only really talk about what would be a compelling use case for me um, right. something else that it could be used for is somebody is working on this script in order to record the Steam Deck's display in game mode without any capture card needed. Now, I personally don't need um, I don't need this in order to record gameplay. But what I wish that there was, and the reason why I talk about this is it would be really cool, like when you're playing on the Nintendo Switch or on your Xbox, or on your PlayStation, and something cool happens, you have that mm. button, and you can say, oh, uh, save those last 30 seconds of gameplay so that I can tweet right. that out and share this cool thing. I cannot, I, I cannot count the number of times that we have seen really, really cool things happen in a game because somebody had something happen and they were able to capture that without having to think about it ahead of time. And right. I feel like the, the that GitHub thing and this script could work together to do something like that maybe some point in the future. Kind of drives me crazy that it's not built in. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree with you fully. The one disappointment for me when the Steam Deck was first announced was that there isn't a dedicated like capture button. Uh, and I know you can you can take a screenshot with the hold down the Steam button and hit I think it's R one uh, mm-hmm. to do a, a, a to do a screenshot. But it'd be nice if there's just like a, a hardware button that you could push. Um, maybe maybe there'll be something in the future where there's a script that runs based on hitting a back panel button or something. One of one of the the, the back buttons maybe someone will write uh, a, a plugin that will allow you to do that in the future because like you i'll be playing on my xbox and i'll be i'll, I'll get just a ridiculous head snipe in fortnite and it's like i want to save that hold down the share button and it saves a 30 second video having stuff like that built into the steam deck would be really nice hopefully that is a ui thing that valve can add if not maybe as you said that plugin loader will will load these plugins and we can trigger them if if the plugin can surface a a control item um for for the steam controller um setup and you could say capture video a 30 second video or whatever it's called and and have that on like say the l l5 that would be perfect for me hold it down captures the 30 second video i go on with my day uh but this is really neat to capture uh without running obs or or an external capture card or anything like that um just having it built into the steam deck is pretty cool yeah, it, it, I don't mind hitting Steam and the. Uh, you're right about it. I think it is the right button. I, I I don't mind doing that. I think that that's perfectly reasonable. I just there's no way to record. You can take screenshots. Screenshots mm-hmm. are cool, but gameplay, seeing a thing happen, 
is so much more enjoyable to go back and say, oh, man, remember when this thing happened? Uh, I, right. I just love that. And look, the Nintendo Switch can do it. And the Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. is a good deal less powerful than the Steam Deck. Of course, every game has very specific... like. Every game on the Switch was made specifically for the Switch, and it went through all of this this uh, testing so they would know whether or not like that capture button would work. And I do think that there's some games where capture button on the Switch doesn't work, and it's either because the developer didn't want that for some reason, or because it's you know it can't do both things at the same time. I would just right. like to be able to say, yeah, you know what? Go ahead and try it. And, you know, because we have on a, a have it on a per-game basis, have that as an option. I can go into the quick access menu, go down to the the battery settings. I don't know what that section's called. Uh, go down mm-hmm. to the battery settings and say, don't record gameplay of this game because it's just too taxing on the system. It would be right. cool if we had that as an option. And maybe end users can do that for us and or, or for Valve. And then Valve can say, hey... They did a cool thing. Let's just implement that into into our actual yeah. workflow. <laughs> yeah, even if it's as simple as you hold the Steam button and then hold down the R1 button for three seconds and it saves a video instead of a screenshot, mm-hmm. um, having that built in would be nice, whether it's Valve does it or somehow someone does it through a plugin, through Plugin Loader and, and allows um, that to be extended to record a video. Um, that would be fantastic. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. And uh, Valve posted this video. I'm not going to play the video because uh, it, it. First off, the video is hilarious. You should watch it. There's a thing with a dog and a blow dryer, and it's it's yes. very funny. Um, but they were talking about all of the things that they've uh, added recently, and I was just I was scrolling through this, uh, and I was like, boy. It first off, they have changed so much. <laughs> Since the uh, the deck launched in, I'm going to say March because February is really not when it actually launched, even though they say it was like February 28th. It's March. So since it launched in March, which is like three months ago, right? Mm-hmm. Three months? Yeah, three months. Uh, yep. It's three months ago. They have changed so much. And this isn't even everything. This list is just the stuff since the last time that they made one of these videos. So real quick, just going through it. They added lock screen, keyboards, achievements. They've updated that. Multiple Windows support, which at first I was like, why would you ever do that? Some games, it fixes issues where you wouldn't be able to play them. External mm-hmm. display support, which we talked about uh, a ton on the previous uh, episode. Per app performance profiles. They've made offline mode a little bit quicker. Somebody is asking me, by the way, in Discord this morning, they were like, what's it like when you go... Um, when you go out of your house and you're trying to play a game, how does offline work for you? And I said, well, I never take my deck. I, I don't take the Steam Deck anywhere. It's just to play games in my house pretty much because when I go places, I'm usually busy. But do you go into offline mode very often, Lloyd? Because I know that you Not- take your deck with you when you go places, don't you? Yeah, I do. Um, Not very often. And in most places that I go, I have Wi-Fi anyway, so I can just connect to Wi-Fi and and do that. So I've played an offline mode a a little bit, but not as much as as I should, but just because I have Wi-Fi in the places where I normally play this. Right. Okay. Uh, They also said, you know, they added in remote play and remote play together, and they updated the fan behavior. 
Um, and they have an adjustable refresh rate now. There's so many things. Anything in here, what do you think is the biggest change, the most important change in this list? I, I think the most important change for the bulk of people that are making the buying decision on the Steam Deck right now is better Windows support um, because there there was a large undercurrent of people interested in the Steam Deck saying, well, once it runs win runs Windows and I can make sure that every single game I want to play is going to be supported, then I'll buy one. Well, as much as I don't want to run, run Windows on this thing, I know there's a bunch of people that want to. So having Windows work, having uh, all of the... Um, the controls for your TPM, ha having audio work properly, having multiple um, display support working so people can hook up external monitors. All that stuff is going to be very important for a lot of people out there. Not me, a lot of people out there. So seeing that um, talked about and actually highlighted in this video is a good thing for those people that are maybe uh, hovering over the buy button right now, wondering if this is a device they even want to check out. I think for me, the biggest change is the adjustable refresh rate uh, coupled yeah. with the per app performance profiles. I think that's probably the most important change. But let us know if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, nerdnest.com slash YouTube. Let us know in the comments down below which is of this list. And there's a link in the description down below the like button. Uh, which of these things do you think is the biggest change or the most important change that they've done since the last time that they posted one of these videos uh right. so many changes it's just crazy to me absolutely mm -hmm. bananas yes yeah. all yeah, right like, let's even move from on. When oh, I, go ahead i was gonna say even from when i got mine uh there's been just a ridiculous amount of changes and and you had a pre-release unit for mm -hmm. like a week or whatever and it was even like a, a bigger a gulf between yeah. from when you got yours and i got mine the been added and addressed so valve continues to just uh work away at adding all these amazing features to this little device yeah and it's just three and a half months march april may june <laughs> four months it's four months four months and they've made all those changes it's just bananas all right mm -hmm. uh lawrence yang retweeted this tweet from greg coomer both of who which at uh, both of who which at that's a sentence <laughs> both of who work at Valve. I don't know if I said that sentence correctly, but they, these guys work at Valve. And Greg Coomer tweeted out the top 10 games on Steam Deck for the past month sorted by, by playtime. Um, before I show this to you guys, oh, I already showed it to them. Never mind. It's on the screen. I was going to tell them to make, make a, a guess in the comment section. Um, Elden Ring was number one. Vampire Survivors is number two. Rogue Legacy 2 is number three. Those three games are probably... That's mostly just me. <laughs> like I, I, it's just me. Those are the games that I have played the most on the Steam Deck. Uh, although in the past month, I haven't played Elden Ring hardly at all. But Vampire Survivors and Rogue Legacy 2 have been playing. Uh, Stardew Valley, No Man's Sky, Slay the Spire, Hades, uh, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, The Binding of Isaac Rebirth, and Aperture Desk Job. Aperture Desk Job surprises me because that game, mm -hmm. like that's, you sit down. Have you played that yet? Yeah, it's like a 30-minute thing. You, you yeah, go through it's it, over you fast. have fun. You get you get super blown away at how the trackballs work when you're spinning uh, yeah. spinning the trackballs on the desk with the little pads on your Steam Deck, and it's like this is this blows my mind. Uh, but then you forget about it quickly. But apparently, that's what everybody's doing. Uh, everyone's playing it as one of their first games because it's in the top ten. Um, Sorted by playtime, pretty... though, it's a half hour game. <laughs> 
That's true. That's true. If it was supported by a number of people playing it, maybe it would even be top one, to like in the top three or something, um, yeah. just based on, on those numbers. But yeah, this is an interesting list. Vampire Survivors and Rogue Legacy are definitely up there for me. Uh, I played a little bit of No Man's Sky just when I first got it, just to see how it ran. Uh, and of course, Aperture Desk Job. A uh, bunch of games on this list I want to play, but I just haven't had a chance to yet on my Steam Deck. Uh, we were talking about Rogue Legacy 2 on a previous episode, and you had run mm -hmm. into a bug, mm -hmm. you thought, and I ran into that same bug like the next day. Turns out, not mm -hmm. a bug, Lloyd. Uh, oh. So we oh. have to go to the Sun Tower. Uh, so I ran, I, I, my brain said that the Stygian, I can't remember what the place is called, the Stygian Study or whatever, and the Sun Tower are the same thing. They're not. They're two different places, and you have to go oh. to the Sun Tower and defeat a guy in order to get the Sun Lamp to go down to that place that we go to next. So um, hmm. we were wrong. It's not a bug. It's just we weren't going to the right place, and that's probably because, for on my part, I don't read anything in that game. Do you read anything <laughs> in that game? I did. Uh, like I was super happy finding those little, those little, uh, like navy sprite looking things that give you little bits of text. And I'm like, what do they have to say? Yeah, nah, nah, I don't care. I don't care. I just go through <laughs> and kill more guys is all I do. And there you go. Well, and that's why we were, we were doing it wrong is hmm. we were, we, we missed out on one of the places and I've been going to the sun tower and trying to get the sun lantern. Cause I had to Google it to figure out what to do. Um, right, man, that place is really hard. Uh, things do a lot of damage <laughs> there. So, uh, that, that's okay, though. I've been having a blast with it, and uh, I'm still working on that game. Uh, out of this list, what game do you think you've been playing the most of? Vampire Survivors. Vampire very, Survivors? Very close to Rogue Legacy 2 in time played, I would assume. But it, when I have like 20 minutes and I want to waste time, I'll jump in and I'll do a quick run in Vampire Survivors just to get some more gold to uh, to amp up. Like, I've bought all of the upgrades except for the, like, super, super expensive one. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I have some other ones to unlock, of course. But, yeah, Vampire Survivors all the time. What an amazing, amazingly addictive little single-stick shooter or single-stick auto-shooter because <laughs> right. you don't even get to shoot. Uh, it, it's... <laughs> This game shouldn't be good um, based on the lack of control that you have, but man, is it ever. It, it's one of the best games I've played this year. Hands down. A $400 device to play a $3 game and you won't yeah. be sad about it. That's the thing that I always yeah. say. It's just so good. With Windows 95 styled <laughs> graphics too. Like yeah. it's not even a graphical powerhouse. It's it's as low, low rent as you could possibly get. Um, and it is one of the best games I've played this year. It is such a great title. It is. Um, so speaking of really, really good games, uh, one of my favorite one of my favorite developers is Larian Studios. They made uh, Divinity Original Sin, Divinity Original Sin Two, and they're still working on Baldur's Gate Three, which is in early access and supposed to come out next year. Um, they posted a video to their YouTube channel about the Steam Deck and the their 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 head guy, their front man, the guy who does all the talking, Sven. Um, he was asked about it and he, he had a couple of really interesting things that he had to say about the steam deck. And one of the things that he said is after, well, first off, he, he was blown away that when valve gave him the steam deck, it had divinity original sin installed on it and it just worked and they didn't mm -hmm. do anything to make it work. 
And he said that that kind of blew him away, that they didn't have to do any work to port their game to this, which whenever a developer has to put in the work in order to get their game to run on a new system, they have to do that math. They have to ask themselves, do I want to spend the money and the time and the resources that could be used on something else in order to get my game to work on this system? And A lot of times the answer is going to be no. I don't want to put in that that time and work because I'm going to get, a, you know, the return that I'll get on my investment is X and I need X plus three in order to get that to happen. And so a lot of times they, they say, no, we're not going to do it. Well, he said because they don't have to do any work they are going to do work. And it's a, this weird thing, like their games just work. But he said that from now on, the the Steam Deck is going to be a core aspect of their, their business moving forward. They're going to keep the size of this screen in mind when making their UI. They are going to try and utilize the things that are built into the Steam Deck, like the trackpads and the gyroscope and maybe even the touchscreen. And all of that is, a th- a, I think that there's a lot of devs out there that feel the same way that they do because it works so well and they're already making their game for Steam. All they really have to do is think about the control inputs in the screen and... Yep. That's not nearly as big an ask as a full port to another platform. And I right. think that yeah. I think that you're going to see a lot more devs talking like Swen is from uh Larian Studios about the Steam Deck. Uh any thoughts on that Lloyd? Um it, it was just interesting to me to see a video released by a, a large studio like Larian isn't like it, they're not Capcom, uh, a Capcom developer. They're not like a, a, a Microsoft or a PlayStation developer where they get a lot of support from like their publisher or their owners. Um, but this is this is a larger um, group that makes really, really beloved games uh, for a lot of different people. And for them to come around and saying, hey, here's a video just on the Steam Deck was really bizarre to me. You'd think this would be something they would post like a blog or whatever, not a yeah. YouTube video that's on their main um, their main channel. The the fact that they're they're saying that this is going to be a core part of their of their support going forward gets me very happy because if they're doing it, you got to think that a lot of developers are doing it. If if they get a Steam Deck and their games just run, but there's one little tiny like rough edge, they're like, well, I want to fix that. <laughs> I want to I want to get in there and fix this. And if it's just a rough edge. I don't even need to ask my boss for permission. I'm just going to go go in, download the code, make that little change, and then say, hey, can we release this? Um, it's not like you are getting a dev kit from a completely alternate uh, piece of hardware where you have to change core components of your engine to get running. It's just some little tweaks that they have to do potentially. So this is very exciting to me as a Steam Deck owner that a lot of different developers are going to be f- focusing on the Steam Deck in this way. All of our games are going to run. They're going to run well. We're going to take 720p into account when we do the UI. We're going to make it so all of our games look beautiful on your $4,000 PC with uh, ultra-wide monitor, but it's also going to play really well on this little 720p or 800p screen. It gets me very excited. Um, there was a really great video 
that came out this week by Digital Foundry that compared the Xbox Series S and the Steam Deck as far as like is the Steam Deck as powerful as the Xbox Series S? Because if it is, that means that newer games that are going to be coming out over the next few number of years are still mm-hmm. going to run on the Steam Deck with Xbox Series S um, compatible uh, graphic settings or similar graphic settings, not compatible graphic settings. Yeah. Um, so seeing more videos like like this from other developers uh, is 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 good. Um, the hardware is going to be just or or close to as powerful as current generation consoles. So that means that console games getting ported to PC will most likely run on this thing without a lot of monkeying. And for Larian to say this is one of our our core things that we want to support going forward, I hope a lot of other developers have similar ideas because um, this is the the main place that I want to play games uh, these days is either on my PC through Moonlight or directly right on my device and not running into issues with uh, font size and and other other rough edges uh, would be a very nice thing going forward. Yeah, I do run into that a lot where it's really like just things are just a little too hard to read that I run into that a lot with games. And I mean, most of the time I'm just like, well, it's fine. I I don't really need to read that anyway. It's it's okay. But I run into it more often than I thought that I would. And Mm -hmm. I really, really I hope that devs can fix that easily. I don't know how easy it is to go back and just make the font bigger. Like, is that going to completely screw up every UI element in the game if they try and make the font a little bit bigger? And if that's the case, then they're going to say, no, no, I'm not going to redo that. That's way too okay. much work. But if it's an easy fix, then I think a lot of a lot of devs are going to say, you know what, we, we can't leave. That's money that we're leaving on the table, uh, mm-hmm. getting that little green check mark instead of the little, what's the, what's the playable? A, a yellow. A yellow. Yeah, thing. It's a yellow. Yeah, thing. yellow. Yellow exclamation thing. point. Yeah. I can't remember. I, Whatever it is, it's not a green check mark. And I think a lot of <laughs> devs out there are going to be like, I want to get that green check mark because that's going to make people uh, much more likely to to buy my game. Especially because the Steam Deck is just so uh, like it's the hot it's the hotness right now. Um, I is. was I was marveling at how fantastic their cloud system is like i was thinking about i was we were talking about this last week about whether or not you know docking to the tv and a lot of times i find myself saying well i don't know that i need to dock to the tv because i have a pretty decent computer that would run those games better and because steam's cloud sync is so fantastic they don't really need that. I can just come in, set my Steam Deck down and have it charge and then just pick mm-hmm. up a game and play it on my PC instead of on the deck on the TV at a lower resolution at a lower frame rate or whatever. The yeah. only issue is the controls are not the same, which is frustrating. Uh, Valve, you got to make that Steam controller too. Um, mm-hmm. But their their cloud system is just unbelievably good. And being able to yeah. play the game on deck set the deck down and start playing it on PC right afterwards. And everything that you did was there is awesome. Um, yeah. I'm going to give you an example. Last week, Lloyd was talking about, um, what was it? It was a fallout, right? And you said that you wanted yep. to play all the fallout games. And I said, hold off. Don't pick up fallout four 
I'll, I have Fallout 4. I will install it and try it out. And so here to report that it works great running on high settings. I didn't try Ultra because I'd have to quit the game out and switch to Ultra. But I was running it on high settings at 60 frames per second. It was running fantastic. I think I'm getting two hours uh, out of out of that on high settings so i would love to see what lloyd does when he works his magic and goes into the settings over and over <laughs> and adjust things in order to get it perfect the only issue being fallout 4 requires you to close the game in order to change the the graphical settings yeah. before you go back in which is a little frustrating uh, but it works really well but the reason i bring it up is a to let lloyd know hey it works but b my save from my PC was already there. When I installed it, All I, I just picked up right where I had left off like three, so four nice. years ago. And it's so fantastic that I can do that. And I didn't even have to mm-hmm. do anything. It just worked. It's very console-like. It's, it's really nice since Valve made the change to Steam Cloud that allows developers to update their game so that you don't have to quit the game to get that Steam Cloud save game upload going. Because I've, I've played a bunch of games where uh, you get like the Steam Cloud version mis- mis- mismatch or error because you didn't fully quit it out. Um, but it's starting to happen now where I, I'm not getting that message almost at all. So I don't know whether these games have been updated to support that or if it's just a weird thing that's been happening but playing a game that i've played on my pc pick it up on my steam deck and then go back to my pc when i had a pc my pc is still in 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 uh it kind of in limbo right now waiting for my my replacement to my replacement to come in um but it's been it's been really interesting just to pick it up right away and your save is there right from where you left off it's it's really like Valve does a really good job. Like they added Steam Cloud support, I don't know what ten years ago. Like it's it seems like it's been around forever, and I never realized just how good it is. Um, because I've I've used Xbox. Xbox is really good. I've used PlayStation, not good at all. Um, and then <laughs> Nintendo is like, what's the cloud? Oh, oh yeah, you can <laughs> right. play this this game. You can play this game at six forty p. No no problem. Yeah, that's the cloud, right? Um, it it, it it's. It's very surprising to me how well this works on Valve, but you can make things work really well when you have millions upon millions upon millions of people that are playing your games all the time. You can roll out mm-hmm. a feature and it either works or it doesn't, and you know really quickly whether it works or it doesn't, and then you have all the people complaining on Reddit about how to make it better, and you can just go to there, uh, and that that's the well that you're going to to get those ideas. Uh, but yeah, like you said, Bill, um, it works really, really well. And I, I love the fact that I can pick up a PC game, play it on my Steam Deck, and I'm right there. I, I can play uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed, and right all my all my unlocks are right there, even though I've never played it on my Steam Deck before. Uh, it's just, it's like magic. I love it. Speaking of things that are like magic, uh, next week is the Steam Next Fest. The, uh, so after the Steam Deck was announced was, I think, the first time that I had ever watched the Steam Next Fest. And if you don't know what this is, I think that Valve needs to get better at marketing their stuff and letting people know about this. Because I, I think that most people probably have never heard of Steam Next Fest. But I want you to think of um, the Nintendo Indie uh, Showcase, the Nindy Showcase, right? And it's like that, but for Steam, and it's for seven days, and they're going to show off hundreds of games. They're going to sh- uh, they're going to have a bunch of live streams, and they're going to have demos. Last time that there was a Steam Next Fest, I downloaded 
uh, just a load of demos on my Steam Deck mm-hmm. just to try out these games and decide whether or not I wanted to check them out. So that is happening. By the time you watch this, it will probably have already started. It ha- starts on uh, the 13th at 10 a.m. Pacific, and it goes until the 20th at 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, so there's a lot going on there, and I guarantee we're going to see a lot of games that are on sale at that point uh, as well. Have you watched the Steam Next Fest in the past, Lloyd? Um, I've I've seen clips and um and and gone to to look at certain segments of it when there's like a really cool game that was say coming to uh, Nintendo Switch down the road and I want to see what it looked like at that current time. It's not something that I've sat there and and watched the entire live stream uh, for the initial. Um, like the initial live stream or any of the other ones, um, I will be this year for sure because I am I am all all in on Steam and and picking up all my games on that platform. So I'm very excited about this one. Um, this was like the first time that I've never taken off E3 week because there wasn't an E3. So all these things happening is just so weird to me because usually. <laughs> I'm sitting right here for like eight hours or 10 hours or 14 hours playing games, doing content, watching these live streams. Uh, So I'll have to watch this one after the fact. Unfortunately, I'm working tomorrow, so I won't be able to watch this one live. Well, I mean, it goes on for seven days, so you couldn't do it anyway. Um, Exactly. I'm excited for all the demos that we're going to have access to and all of the sales that I'm sure that a lot of stuff is going to be on sale. Speaking of sales, real quick. Uh, looking at the games that are on sale right now, there are tons and tons of games that are on sale right now. This one's going to appeal to you, Lloyd. Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. I know you love that Monster love it. Boy game. It's on love sale it. for ten bucks right now, uh, and that has you know sixty seven percent off. Um, Resident Evil Two Remake is on sale for sixteen dollars right now. Uh, scrolling through. I know I almost bought it, but I already, I think I, yeah, I already have that on my PlayStation. So I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to do that. Um, The Witcher 3, uh, I, I saw it earlier, but it's on sale and I can't find for how much it was. I was scrolling through this list earlier and I know it's on sale, but I I can't see it right now. Um, A Way Out is on sale for uh, $7.50. I bet you that game would work really well with remote play together. Uh, because that's a game Probably where it's would. like two players. You have to play it with two players, I think. Uh, yep. There's so many games that are always on sale. 30XX is on sale for $17. That's not a huge sale. It's only 15% off, but that's a really good uh, Mega Man, Metroidvania crossover kind of game. So many games are constantly on sale on Steam. It makes it so cheap to try out all of those games. Anything jumping out at you on this list that I was just uh, scrolling through, Lloyd? Uh, I don't think so. Um, though The one thing uh, that you mentioned, uh, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Game of the Year Edition is currently on sale for $13.99 in <sighs> Canada. Um, wow. So that's probably, what, $11 US or $10.99 US or whatever. And that is the one that comes with um, the Hearts of Stone and... Um, the blood one blood blood and whatever blood and hunt blood and wine i think it's what it's called yeah blood anyway and wine. it comes with all all the expansions for 13.99 canadian on steam uh i don't own witcher on steam which is weird i thought i did i'm gonna buy the game of the year edition because this is one of those games where you can come back to it after five years and just drop right back into it and and play through and and go kill some 
some some evil creatures with your silver sword uh, after pouring weird potions on it. You know, the stuff you do in Witcher. Um, that's a, a really, really good deal. Uh, oh, there it is. $9.99 in the U.S., even cheaper than I thought. We pay yeah. 4 bucks more, 40% exchange rate on Witcher 3. I'm okay with that. It's worth it. I'll have to make sure that this episode goes out early in the morning so that the people who... Because it's this sale is over in 25 oh, hours. There you go. Uh, so... I'll have to have this episode go out very early in the morning so the first few people that are here can see that the game is on sale for 80% off. What a good deal. Uh, that's like two, 300 hours of gameplay right there for, for 10 right? bucks. And I have it. It runs really well on the, on the Steam Deck. It's gorgeous on the Steam Deck. Right. All right, everybody, that is it for today's episode of On Deck. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. You could have been anywhere, but you were here, and we do appreciate that. Uh, I'm, I'm Bill. That's Lloyd. Lloyd, say goodbye. Take it easy, everybody. We'll talk to you here next week on On Deck. Have a good week, everybody.